0: I recently came across a good story that I think is very appropriate for this weekend's scriptures and this bread of life discourse in which Jesus presents himself as that which will satisfy for eternal life our hunger and our thirst. That thirst we all have in our hearts just for life to continue to live. Jesus is everything for us. The story is of an art collector who uh, had a son in the late 40s and raised his son to appreciate the very types of art that he collected. Now, he had a collection of all the great artists, Rembrandt, Picasso, Raphael, uh, Van Gogh's, all these great works that he had in his own personal collection. And he showed his son, little by little, how to appreciate all the great intricate work of each artist. Well, during the Vietnam conflict, his son was called up to active duty and went off to serve, and he served very honorably. Uh, Sadly, one day he gave his life in service, uh, protecting some of his buddies from the enemy. The news came and it devastated him as a father. He was very sad, but a few months later, uh, a young man came knocking on his door. And he introduced himself and he said, I was one of the men that your son died for. I was one of the ones that he saved. He was pulling me out of the way the very moment that he was killed. And I'm gonna be eternally grateful for the gift that your son gave me, my life. He's like, I know he was very interested in art and I'm not a great artist, but I drew this gift for you, this portrait of your son. And the art collector took it and he looked at it with great love in his heart. It was not a great piece of work. He was very much an amateur artist. But he understand, he understood looking at this portrait of his son, just how beautiful his son really was in the eyes of these other men. He captured the sincerity of the artist. He understood what this young man was trying to do in his presentation of his son as a portrait. So the man put that in his mantle. It was his centerpiece of his whole collection from that day forward. And he invited friends over to admire his collection now and then, but he always took them first to this portrait of his son, and he let them see who he was. Well, it came to pass a few years later that he died. And there was a great auction, and a lot of the townspeople were very anxious and interested in this auction because there was an opportunity to acquire a lot of great pieces of work. And the auction came and everyone was gathered as they are in these auction rooms kind of in the hallway and the auctioneer calls for the first portrait to be put on display, to be be bid on. And the first piece that was put up was the portrait of his son. Well, the people were not really interested in that art, they came for the bigger pieces. And so little snickering kind of went through the crowd The auctioneer said, can I have a bid please? And nobody offered a bid. And somebody said, we're here for the other works, get going with this, don't worry about this painting. But still the auctioneer persisted. Is there any bid for this at all? $10, can we have a $10 bid? Well, there was more snickering and more bickering and everyone kind of kept demanding for the auction to move on. Nobody wants this portrait, let it go. The auctioneer persisted one more time. Any last bids for this picture? Finally, a young, a man in the back who was a gardener, just somebody local who came to kind of observe the whole thing happen, uh, said, I'll bid $10 for this portrait of the young man, sold. And then the auctioneer turned the page of the auction book and said, I have to announce to you now that the auction is closed. And the people were astounded. What do you mean it's closed? He said, there were instructions left in the gentleman's will that said there is to be an auction, and this announcement could not be made until after the first part portrait was bid. And that is, to whoever bid on my son's portrait would go the entire collection. So the young gardener, a man of very little means, acquired the entire collection of Raphael and Van Gogh and Picassos and all this stuff because he recognized the value of the one portrait of the sun. And that's really the point, I think, that connects us to the gospel. With Jesus Christ, we receive everything. Everything in life we could hope for. Everything in life we long to be Is offered to us in and through the Son Jesus Christ The mysteries we gather to celebrate are the very gift of Christ to us of his life The communion that we've been gathered around to assemble and to give praise and thanks to God comes from Christ the content of these mysteries is Jesus Christ giving us all that we need for life, not only here, but for eternity. And He's giving us more, believe it or not, in this communion than we think. He's giving us a ragtag band of followers. You and I, each individual, sinners as we may be, broken and wounded, hurt and suffering, have all come to this altar to receive that gift of life that God has promised us. And as we come striving for this table, we come shoulder to shoulder with one another who are making that same journey. And we learn from each other. We learn from our mistakes. We learn from our joys and triumphs. We learn to celebrate well together. We learn to suffer well together. We learn what it means to pray as a people together. Because this journey to Christ is not one that's really meant to be done alone. It's meant to be done as a people, as the family that God himself calls to receive everything from him. So the greatest challenge for us, I believe, in life is to really assent to this faith that what God is doing through us and in us in the church is leading us through this life together into eternal life in which all that our desires of heart long for will be given. Jesus is the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never hunger and whoever believes in me will never thirst.